Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of your D1T in 5 for Friday, October 22nd. I'm Aaron Matus. Multiple sources have reported the Sun Belt will add James Madison, Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss as early as next week. Meanwhile, Marshall says it's naming a new president next Thursday and will reserve comment until then. CBS's Dennis Dodd on Conference USA. One aspect in Conference USA's favor is the $4 million exit fee. If nine schools left, that would add $36 million to help entice new members. Conference USA Commissioner Judy McLeod has been frantically trying to keep her existing members together while reaching out to candidates to replace those schools that left, multiple sources told CBS Sports. There's been contact between Conference USA and McNeese State from the Southland Conference and Sam Houston of the WAC, sources told CBS Sports. Like James Madison, those are FCS schools that would require an NCAA-mandated multi-year transition process to FBS. The preference for Conference USA is to add FBS members, with schools such as Independence, New Mexico State, UConn, and UMass also being mentioned. CBS Sports previously reported Independent Liberty is in the mix for either Conference USA or Sun Belt membership. Given the developments over this past week, it would likely prefer the Sun Belt at this time as the school assesses its options. That is, unless the schools mentioned decide to remain with or join Conference USA. One source tells Dodd she's getting calls from every aspiring FCS program. Washington State reported one of its most successful fundraising weeks in the history of the Cougar Athletic Fund, including a transformational gift to the indoor practice facility, IPF, from alumnus Darren Alger and his wife Jamie, as well as several other high-dollar contributions. WSUAD Patrick Chun. We've raised over $3.5 million this week, and with that, we've hit our target goal for IPF funding. West Virginia will maintain a 10% budget cut across all sports after incurring a $25 million deficit for fiscal year 21, according to Mountaineers Athletic Director Shane Lyons, who has advised staff to distinguish between wants and needs. Last year at this time, said Lyons, I knew we would have difficulties for the 2020-21 fiscal year. I believe I said then it was going to be a three to five year process to get out of the financial hole. I still believe that, but it's going to take some time. Being an optimist here, if we can win some games and get people excited about Mountaineer football and Mountaineer basketball, that will help us sell tickets and spur donations. If that happens and the economy continues to grow, we might climb out of that faster than anticipated, but it's going to be a process. It's not going to be just flipping the switch and saying we're healthy again. Nebraska's $135 million athletics training and locker room facility is on schedule for a summer 2023 opening, according to Associate Athletic Director for Capital Planning and Construction, John Ingram, who notes that fundraising is underway for a $20 million second phase that will feature a training table and academic center, among other wow factors. Additionally, progress is being made on the Huskers' new track and field complex, a $16.5 million project, that will allow Nebraska to host championship events. Texas A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork in his latest town hall on the importance and impact of a nimble football game presentation script. You want to be able to kind of dictate off the atmosphere. Look, we needed that crowd in the fourth quarter against Alabama, and I think if we would have had sort of the old type of script and not been able to be nimble, 
then what would have happened, right? And so I think flexibility, nimbleness will continue to be a part of how we do things. And then how do we improve it? I think that's just one. It helps to win. It helps to have atmospheres like that where people say, I had a blast. What an experience. I'm coming back. Doesn't matter who we're playing. So we need to continue to have those kinds of atmospheres. We need to have as much interactive things in technology. The other thing about it is ticket pricing, right? We had the Gigum Pass. We had the Flex Pass this year. You've got to be able to provide it. We sold a ton of those basically using the Alabama game as an anchor. I think that helps atmosphere as well. So all those things tie in. Your video board, your ribbon boards, your music. The students are unbelievable here. So obviously you have to use them as the anchor of your atmosphere. So all those things are continuing. Further, Bjork noted steps that led to the contract extension for Aggies football head coach Jimbo Fisher. What can we control right now? I don't know what jobs are going to open. I don't know if LSU is going to come open. I don't know if USC is going to come open. I don't know if Washington State's going to open, but I know what I can control, and that is our contractual situation, and so that's what we did. This and more in your D1 ticker email. I'm Aaron Matus, and this has been the Evening Standard of your D1T in 5 for Friday, October 22nd. Thanks for listening, and have a great weekend.